0: huang yi lai dao, Mandarin slang guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. So before we get started today, I just want to remind everybody, and this is in the title of the episode, but we're going to steer into some possibly reasonably NSFW content today. There's going to be a lot of profanity. Usually I beep out profanity in the show, but not this time. So if that's not really your vibe, then you might want to skip this one. But if a lot of people want me to, I might make a bleeped out version in the future. So if you want that, for example, if you use MSG as a teaching tool or something for your class or for your friends, uh, just let me know and I will probably produce a beeped version for you. But I'm so excited to welcome someone to the show who is a much better podcaster than I am, which always <laughs> makes me self-conscious. Uh, she is one of the four hosts of the Loud Murmurs podcast, Xuan Hua, which I'm always talking about as a great listening recommendation. And I am very grateful that she's taken time out of her very busy schedule to talk with us today. And her name is Diao Hello, Diao Hi. Hi, Joshua. i so excited for this. No, that's very sweet of you to say. So before we (laughs) jump into Loud Murmurs and our topic for today, what do you do usually? Are you a professional podcaster? What are you up to?
1: So my day job is a consulting data scientist. So pre-pandemic, you can catch me coding off a very tiny computer in airplane lounges and hotel lobbies. Um, But in my spare time, as as Joshua mentioned earlier, uh, me and three other of my friends uh, produce this podcast called Loud
0: Murmurs. Yeah, and I just saw I think it was a couple of days ago. Loud Murmurs was added to a, like a top 20 podcasts of or top podcasts of 2020 list. Yes. Which uh I think it was very well deserved.
1: Thank you. I'm terrible at taking compliments and I'm like gradually curling up into a ball at this point. <laughs> Thank
0: you so much. That's fine. You can pretend I'm complimenting the other hosts. Everyone except for you. Yeah, like
1: they're so much better. Uh, As a (laughs)
0: part-time editor, I don't edit all the episodes, but I edit some of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can officially and professionally beg to differ. But tell us a little bit about Loud Murmurs. Uh, What's the goal of Loud Murmurs? What are you guys doing with this podcast?
1: Yeah, so um, Lao Murmurs is a uh, Mandarin Chinese podcast about American pulp culture, uh, brought to you by four bilingual and bicultural women in, U- uh, in the United States, including yours truly. We discuss movies, TVs, documentary, basically whatever they're w- we're watching or reading, everything that's on our mind, and we try to unpack the social and political issues that's reflected on these pieces of pulp culture work.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I love when I do have a chance to edit Loud murmurs because Mm -hmm. when you guys talk about pop culture, it's technically my home culture because I'm from the U.S. But the Mm -hmm. perspectives that you guys bring and the level of thought that you guys bring to the analysis is often something that causes me to see my own culture in a new way, which is something I'm I'm very glad that you guys are doing. I feel like it's very important work to sort of bridge uh, the Pacific Gap in the way that you guys are. So if that sounds at all interesting to you, get on your favorite podcatcher and look up Xuan Xuanhua or Loud Murmurs, and you can find it and have a listen. But that's not what we're gonna talk about for all the shows today. <laughs> One of the reasons why I was ex- excited to invite you on the show is because um, you're often uh, very quick with your quips on the show. Uh, it- you're often very ready with a joke and you do this to my ears as easily in English as you do in Chinese. Your English and your Chinese are both extremely sharp. So how did you do that? Like if, what tips do you have for someone who is learning a language, but they want to learn to actually be like clever or witty in that language?
1: So right now I'm just reading the answer that I typed out and I just realized it's such a (laughs) (laughs) tongue-in-cheek answer, but it's actually, it sounds like, bear with me, it sounds like a really tongue-in-cheek answer, but that, uh, looking back, that was almost like my journey of learning english Mm -hmm. so basically just find home in a corner of the internet of this foreign language that you are that you're trying to learn where people care less about your race and your level of language skills and more about where you have to say maybe it's a game that you play a fandom or even like a shared political belief and that's where you can start testing out your quips your jokes your communication skills in general on native audience mm. and having the comfort of mind that you are talking about a topic that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And I think back to my teenager years, uh, a lot of us sort of got introduced to any sense of a like American online community through different fandoms, right? It's either through games or even like fan fictions. Mm-hmm. And that really like brought a lot of people out from their comfort zone and really encouraged people to be more brave, essentially, to express themselves in a different language. Mm. And I guess my overall advice is that don't be afraid of Chinese internet. Don't be afraid of Weibo or Lofter or any other online community uh, that is outside the WeChat circle. Mm. Which is mostly based on the people that you already know. Try to venture out and make friends and argue and fight with people <laughs> and then make friends after you fight with people.
0: <laughs> make friends and then make up, and you're good to go. Yeah, we did a, a show on some Chinese apps that might be useful for people who are trying to learn Chinese, and we didn't mention lofter. Uh, could you just spare a sentence for what lofter is? Lofter is like Tumblr, uh. it's
1: nerd. It's nerdy nerd nerd square. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty much like tr- you can try to navigate Lofter by just looking up either the fiction or like the particular fandom that you're looking for in and like I will look up the Chinese names for so for example if you're not na- into Naruto, uh, go on Lofter, search "huo yanzhou, which is a Chinese name for Naruto, mm. and dive into that fandom, and then. You- Another good thing about Lofter is that there's a lot of pictures because mm. most of the people who are using it are, are teenagers. Mm. So you, you get the, like the most up-to-date Gen Z way of using this <laughs> language, essentially.
0: Yeah. That, that's That's a really great suggestion. And it's sort of an upgraded version of something that I often tell people when they're trying to learn a language, which is that people often focus on, I need more vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I need more speaking practice, whatever, whatever. So they're always focusing on the language itself. But if you want to actually get communication skills and you want to get good at chatting with people, you have to do a third thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be doing something else mm-hmm. uh, a, some, about a different topic, but you're doing something else in Chinese. You're not just solely focused on banging your head against the the wall of Chinese or, or against the wall of English. Mm-hmm. You know, you sold me on Lofter. I have Lofter. I haven't opened it in months. I need to get on there. Yes. Check it out. So thank you for that.
1: Welcome back to the fandom.
0: <laughs> Happy to be here, uh, and that's actually a fantastic segue because, for a couple of reasons. First of all, one of your most recent episodes of Loud Murmurs it was a two part episode on social media. It was about a Netflix documentary called I think mm-hmm. The Social Dilemma, mm-hmm. and it was really thought provoking for me, of course, as a social media user, but especially to hear people who are outside of the Western internet. Con- well, Definitely not outside of the Western internet context, because like
1: <laughs> yeah, one well, like it's literally work for Google and Spotify,
0: right? Yeah, but I mean like uh, having also uh, a different internet context as well. To hear that comparison mm-hmm. was um, really thought provoking. And that's something that is really characteristic of Loud Murmurs episodes, which is it's often very thought-provoking, it's very wholesome, it's very in-depth, it's very contemplative. And I intend to be none of those things in today's episode of MSG. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It seems like we're going to become... Uh, a little bit crass, mm-hmm. a little bit uh NSFW. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I asked you what sort of topic you would want to talk about, something that you volunteered and I was all too <laughs> eager to agree to was some of your favorite internet comebacks. Yes, or some of the <laughs> some <laughs> things you can say to someone who has just engaged in the international pastime of saying something stupid on the internet.
1: Exactly, that's exactly what the world needs. It's just more people <laughs> who are snarky on internet. It
0: works. Yes. <laughs> So, when you're on lofter, when you're on Weibo and you're in your you found your Chinese language fandom of choice, you can use these to uh ingratiate question mark backslash enrage uh <laughs> the people that you're talking to on lofter. I think we have three of them is that correct? Yes, okay. what's this first one that you've got for us
1: <laughs> well um so, I really like this first one because I feel like it translates really well into English yeah. that the grammar structure uh, between this one and English is actually really similar. So the first slang that we like we bring on the table is called.
0: 脑子不用,可以捐给有需要的人。脑子不用,可以捐给有需要的人。脑子不用,可以捐给有需要的人。all right. So so what is this? How do we break this down?
1: <laughs> so it literally <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. So it literally translates to so if you find yourself not using your brain that much consider it donating to people in need. Ah um, normally you would like post a link of like here's where you sign for organ donation. <laughs> um, <laughs> just consider maybe if you have that thing in your skull, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't seem like you're leveraging it as much as you need to.
0: So let's break this down word by word. So Nza is
1: your brain. It's the mush of tissues in your skull. That <laughs> some people <laughs>
0: <laughs> that some people have, and, and some people choose not to use.
1: Some people have, and some people doesn't use that much. Yeah, maybe the person in question.
0: And then 不用 means not use. So naoze buyong uh, means if you're not using your brain. Mm-hmm. There's a, like a hidden 如果 and 的话, If then, mm-hmm. so naoze is sort of establishing this scenario of if the brain is not being used. Dot dot dot. <laughs> then kui chuan What's this?
1: Donate. Yeah, mm. so if you want to donate your close to salvation army, well to with
0: Or
1: if you want to donate money on GoFundMe, what's that?
0: Okay, so is to is to donate. Uh, and 捐 mm-hmm. to who? Ge uh, So that's have need people. So like someone who needs it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now 捐给有需要的人。I guess if I put that, the invisible if in there, it'd be like, 脑子不用的话,可以捐给有需要的人。Is that sort of how to understand it?
1: Yep, yep. 如果你不用你的脑子,你可以把它捐给有需要的人。I
0: guess you could say, 可以。and you can give it to someone who needs it, but gay I guess, is more... Um,
1: it's like adding to the comedic effect of um, just putting this person on the high horse mm. of, oh, would you consider donating?
0: So when was the last time that you used this phrase? Uh,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I used it to respond to this tanky person that i saw on twitter and this person obviously didn't really understand what i was saying mm. but it's okay and then i think two person liked the post it's you and that trying to
0: take oh i liked the post because we had just talked, talked about, about this in email you yeah. just sent me this outline i was like thank you for the real life example
1: <laughs> yeah t- kids don't be me be, be better, be better. Don't be
0: me. <laughs> yes, this is the episode of MS. In this episode of MSG, we're going to teach you everything you should not do in Chinese.
1: Exactly. Just do it go exactly the opposite way.
0: Yeah. Okay, so if you feel like being sassy and you feel like losing some friends, one thing you might say
1: is. <laughs> ah,
0: yes. How kind of you to suggest this. All right, so that's the first one. The next one is a little bit more literary, shall we say. Mm -hmm. And that it, even though it's sort of vulgar, it takes the form of a common Chinese saying. Uh, Everyone knows about 成语, I'm guessing, those four-character idioms. But that's not the only kind of set phrase that we have in Chinese. There are other formats for these sorts of things. And one of these formats is 詞后语. My understanding of 詞后语, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's a uh, two phrase saying.
1: Yeah. So the Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Wikipedia definition, which is exactly the source of truth, um, is the former segment presents a novel scenario, mm. while the latter provides the rationale thereof. Mm. So it's more of like you set up a scenario, and you kind of like land it in a pun or like a second half of the joke. It doesn't have to be a joke, but there is a witty aspect to a Yu that makes it pretty interesting to take apart.
0: And the one that you've brought, can you walk us through it? What is it?
1: <laughs> so, uh, the one that I put down is <laughs> 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 傻逼他妈给傻逼开门,真是傻逼到家了。<laughs>
0: Okay, uh, so yeah, can you walk, I, I can't even say this with a straight face, walk us through this one, break this down for us.
1: Okay, so a dipshit's mother opened the door for a dipshit, a dipshit <laughs> has came home.
0: Okay, so the first half is, uh, I can't believe I'm going to cuss on my own podcast. Um, the Yeah, so the dip, so, so the half of that that uh, creates a situation is, a dipshit's mother opens the the door for the dipshit. That's that's the establishing half, mm-hmm. and then the joke half or the pun half is uh, the dipshit has arrived at home. Um, why is why is that second half a joke?
1: Because when you say something, 到家了, it can mean two things, right? It can mean that this person has arrived to his or her place of residence, mm-hmm. or um. Something to a very extreme manner. Mm. So if you ate something really nice, it's like, oh,
0: 这太好吃了,好吃到家了。好吃到家了。到家了。So uh, literally right. means, it's delicious all the way home. Yes. Or delicious arriving at home. But but figuratively what it means is, it's just completely and thoroughly, irreversibly, tragically delicious. 好吃到家了。Yes. Okay, so when you say the dipshit arrives at home, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this either. Shabi dal jala. You're literally saying that the dipshit, the shabi, has arrived at home, but what you mean is they are incredibly dipshitty.
1: Exactly. It's like they're dipshit to an extreme degree that it drove them straight home.
0: Okay. Um. So, uh, <laughs> so when we first started recording, I could feel that you started to regret this, and now that we get here, I'm I'm starting to regret this. But that's fine. We can power through. Let's do this. We're doing it for the people. Very <laughs> meaningful. For the service of the people. Very <laughs> meaningful. So the word used for dipshit here is shapi. How <laughs> how can we? Oh no! How can we understand this? What are these? What are these two characters? So. <laughs>
1: I can't believe I'm doing this. This feels like one of those, like all these conversations you're having with your foreign friends in bars, like you're just trying to teach them how to cuss, but you have to record it. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so, shabby is, well, like I just said it was like a Beijing accent, like shabby. Well, the thing is, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we explain this?
0: So the let's start with the easy one. Sha is easy. Sha just means what? Not bright. Yeah, kind of dumb. It means stupid. Yeah, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is sha. So mm-hmm. often this is by itself. Like ah, pa hao sha. He is very sha. He's very dumb. Mm-hmm. But the interesting and also uh, profane part of it is the second half. This uh, b. Bi- Uh, which, uh, I don't know, do you even want to say what the most basic translation of that would be?
1: It literally means uh, female genitals, Mm. but it kind of moved away into basically every part of the Chinese language. And that kind of became a, how do you say, 强调的一个词.
0: You use it to emphasize something.
1: Exactly. So when something is cool you say niubi. when something is uh where you find yourself in an undesirable situation you say shabby
0: yeah Zhuangbi is someone who dwangs a lot and dwang i think we talked about that before too means to 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 be a poser or to show off or to to mm-hmm. be uh, mm-hmm. Sort of arrogant in that way, so that's mm-hmm. that's where shabi comes from. Now, I want to stop saying this. <laughs> I know that we have an NSFW tag on the beginning of this episode, so we've given ourselves license to say this. But I think I think I I've, I've said it as as. As much as I want to say it, especially considering how it's sort of a vaguely sexist term, given the origin of the second character to it. Um, But fortunately, we're not the only ones in the world who feel uncomfortable with this word. (laughs) There are lots of euphemisms in Chinese for this. Uh, So if I don't want to say or type this character, uh, what can I substitute for it instead? I can say a sha what? So you can literally
1: put a a sha and x mark. Mm. Or another way to say is like uh, you can put a p Huh. Like the English letter P. So it's like Shapsi, you know, like <laughs> it sounds a little bit like it. Um, and also like uh "b", as in B, B side of B. Uh, or anything that vaguely sound like it, people would get it.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah.
1: Oh, so one thing that I want to bring up mm-hmm. is as you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, this is a vaguely sexist term.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So a lot of girls on Chinese internet is trying to turn this around. Uh-huh. So instead of shabby, you can say sha-diao.
0: Where, <laughs> okay.
1: Where diao is the male genitals.
0: Okay. Yeah. So instead of calling someone a, a stupid C word, you can call them a stupid... The
1: stupid D word. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, feel free to use this uh, all over the internet. What have we done? What have we created?
1: The world just became a much better place.
0: <laughs> we thank you for your service. So if you don't want to use this character, which means female genitalia, you can substitute the character for male genitalia. Uh, you can substitute basically any Chinese character that is pronounced with a pinyin B-I. You can use the English letter B, English letter P, or the English letter X. Does anyone mm-hmm. ever say, I'm not sure if there's something that I do in my head or if this is something that other people do. When I see sha X written out, I read it as sha cha because cha is, is, means like X or plus. Yeah. Is that just me?
1: Yeah, but you can like literally say sha time and people get what you're saying too.
0: Okay. So
1: this is the best part about profanities is because people want to use it so much, but you have like, you invent like a thousand ways to dance around it, but still deliver the same effect.
0: So don't say what we've been saying. Say something else. Just be nice. <laughs> Just
1: be a nice person.
0: Option one is always to never say any of these. But if you've, <laughs> if you've already gone for option two, you still have choices to make it less profane. <laughs>
1: Just get it right. Yeah. If you have to do it, get it right.
0: Okay. So the the first word is uh, I'll say "sha cha." So "sha cha" is the stupid person, mm-hmm. and ma that also sounds like profanity, but it's literally saying his mother, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then gay sha cha means to open a door. So "sha cha ma sha Okay. What's the second half again?
1: "Shá bì Ah.
0: Or 傻差到家了. so uh, it's it's Thank funny you. because his mom is opening the door because he has arrived at home. But what you really mean by he has arrived at home is that he is incredibly irreparably dumb.
1: That's right. So you can like replace shabby with anything you want. So mm-hmm. you can say that um, the one use that I saw of this word actually on Twitter is uh, somebody re- somebody uh, retweeted the video of uh, Giuliani's. Sweat, you know, like <laughs> literal meltdown situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he said, um, 天哪, It's like mm. Gross's mother opened the door for gross, and the gross has arrived home. Mm. It's just basically a that. Oh my god, it is so gross.
0: Yeah. So anything that you want to say, like it, it's extremely gross, you can just put the word "gross" into the sentence. Can you can you use it for something positive, like? Like the example you gave, where something was really good, it's like
1: You just sound like <laughs> <laughs> you—that can fit really well into an ad or like a. You can set up skit. Like, hey, do, do you mind go answering the door? Because I feel like 好吃 just came back home, you know?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You open the door and someone's delivering a Snickers or something. Yeah, exactly. Can, like, exactly. Snickers
1: Jala. Exactly. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's make it. Let's make a deck. Let's pitch it to Taoba.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just pitch it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Let's do it. All right. So that's that's our second one, which is something's mother opens the door for them when they arrive because something has arrived home. Okay, now the last one. This one, I think, you actually used in the most recent episode of Loud Murmurs.
1: Yes. I don't remember
0: if I edited it out. I don't think I edited it out.
1: It is in there. It's kind of a... um, So, I really like this one because it's kind of... There is almost a Savia joke that's wrapped into this. Huh. Yeah. So, basically, to set it up... um, so perhaps like 50 years ago, there is so much bureaucracy in China that you want to get anything done remotely, you have to get a lot of approvals, basically, uh-huh. from various bureaucracies. Uh-huh. So getting approval from different departments, offices became sort of a part of life for a lot of people. Uh-huh. So with that set up. The sentence that we're introducing is uh, <laughs> I feel like a 12-year-old just couldn't stop from giggling.
0: I hear our old familiar friend, uh, the, this B character here. <laughs> <laughs> Cha. B. Or cha. <laughs> B. Be, yeah. Beep. Beep. Yes. Excellent. Perfect. Exactly. Beep.
1: Which literally defeats the purpose. It like the beep sounds like the word.
0: <laughs> it's like if the word beep was a profanity in English, you could exactly. never beep anything out. You have to make a boop. Exactly. Or something like that.
1: <laughs> Boink. Boink. That would be hilarious.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, 哪个, which, buman, department, I suppose, or bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. 批准. Uh, how do you explain "批准"?
1: Approved. Signed the license. You signed the approval for you. Okay. This "p" is the different "p," though.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah not yeah, yeah. the
1: "b" that we're talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is this is a very formal one. This is uh, it's often yeah. used um by itself, like to "p" something is to to approve something. Exactly. Uh, p It's like this is. Who approved? Who approved this? Mm-hmm. But that P is just short for 批准, mm-hmm. uh, which means to, yeah, like approve. So da. So which department approved? And then 你 Cha. How do you explain that?
1: Which apartment has handed out a license for you to be so pretentious, ah. to act so pompously?
0: So the the core of this is the word that actually, I mentioned this a minute ago, and I'm very proud of myself for that foreshadowing. <laughs> zhuang means to be extremely pretentious mm-hmm. or arrogant or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we've broken up Zhuang and bi, and we said Zhuang这么大的一个 bi. So it's not just Zhuang bi, it's Zhuang such a big bi. Zhuang这么大的一个 bi. So it's just emphasizing it, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: do you remember the last time you used this one?
1: I don't, I haven't used, well, in, in Loud Murmurs, right? Oh, yeah. So basically there was, we were talking about characters on Queen's Gambit just walking around. He's a chess player and he's walking <laughs> around with a with a pocket knife.
0: Oh, that's not even a pocket knife. That's like a bowie knife. That was like yeah. just a, a big knife.
1: It's just like a huge knife. It's like, what do you, what do you do with it? <laughs> and then the girl asked him like, oh, what do you, like, what is that? What do you do with that? He said, like, it's for protection. Like, why? Who's <laughs> after you. And then our response was like, And I think what the other host said was exactly, 国家都不允许的。Yep,
0: <laughs> 国家都不允许。your
1: country should, will not approve of you behaving so arrogantly. Yeah. I think, come to think of it, I feel like this is this is going to be a sick burn for almost any Donald Trump tweet, if you think about it. <laughs> I would like a name of the all the departments, of the federal agencies that hands out approval for him <laughs> to <Zhuang laughs> make a, to be a bee, you know
0: yeah who when he's like oh the election was stolen and then he can provide absolutely no evidence and the judges that he appoint also cannot find any evidence mm-hmm. to support his case you are like so who approved you to be this B? yeah which one was it nasa Space Force <laughs> has to be Space Force. Has to be Space Force, yeah.
1: Like, this is a good response to his entire Space Force speech.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, like, if you are a reporter, 调调, the reporter, the Jiju, <laughs> and you're at a press conference, and he gives this big speech about Space Force, and you just raise your hand, and he chooses you, and he says, yes, I only have one question. And
1: I'm immediately escorted out. Just dragged out it was by feed dragging on the ground.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that was the last time we ever saw diao diao, unfortunately. hmm Yeah. Okay. So those are our three phrases for today. And now I'm going to quiz you Ooh. because, you know, I brought you on here talking about, oh, this is Dia Dia, She knows a lot of Chinese because you know. she's like
1: born one. <laughs> Acc- <laughs> like, so one joke that somebody said on one of our episode was um, I'm ABC. Mm-hmm. I am accidentally born Chinese.
0: <laughs> OK, I guess I'm I, I'm an ABA then. I was it was all an accident.
1: Accidentally born
0: American.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 不允许的 Okay, so the three that we have, I'll recap them and then I'll quiz you on them. The first Mm -hmm. one is, if you're not going to use your brain, donate it to someone who needs it. And how would you say that?
1: 脑子不用,可以捐给有需要的人
0: Okay, second one is, (laughs) stupid guy's mom opens the door for stupid guy because stupid guy arrives at home. How would you say that?
1: 傻逼他妈给傻逼开门 (laughs) 傻逼到家了。This
0: <laughs> is so, the didactic, correct tone. I love it. And the last <laughs> one is, uh, excuse me, which department uh, approved you being this arrogant?
1: Okay. This is great,
0: this is great. What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to give you some situations and I'm going to see if you can respond with the correct retort the correct internet comeback. Do you think you're ready for this challenge, Diao Diao?
1: Born ready. <laughs> accidentally
0: born ready. ABR, accidentally born ready. Okay. ABR. Um. Let's see. So if I post a picture of myself leaning on a McLaren supercar uh, that you know is not my car, but I post it as if it is my car, what can you write under that?
1: Uh, Joshua, which
0: And I can say, (laughs) the marketing department. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So if you see someone online saying, you know what? Uh, I just don't think Loud Murmurs is a good podcast. What can you reply?
1: Oh, wow. I like the
0: 谢谢 on the end. It sort of emphasizes the ironic politeness. (laughs) Uh, And then, third scenario. It's Thanksgiving weekend and lots of people are uh, against the advice of literally every medical professional and against all evidence shown to us over the last several months of a pandemic, someone goes to an airport and takes a picture of a bunch of people crowding into the airport without wearing any masks at all. What can you reply with?
1: Can you believe this? In this case, (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, you know, uh, I think... You passed. That's three out of three. You've won our prize. I can't
1: believe it.
0: Yeah. And our prize for this week is... I was really hoping someone would have something, but nobody... Ha- I'm sorry. I guess we don't have any prizes this week. I'm sorry. But I guess all of our prize is having you on the show. Thank you very much for for coming on MSG with us.
1: Thank you for having me. So this is, this is ex- at the same
0: time, extremely uncomfortable and, <laughs>
1: and extremely f- hilarious. It's the best. It's almost the highlight of my week.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it, question mark. But before we get out of here, um, if people like your style and they want to follow you, uh, how can they do that?
1: Uh, so I used to be on Weibo and then before I got yated out. Oh, no. Um, but... My <laughs> but I'm currently in exile on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is so Diao Diao underscore Yang.
0: So D I A O D I A O underscore Y A N G.
1: Yep. And then if you're interested in a uh, all Mandarin commentary of uh, the pop culture content that you may know and love, uh, search for Loud Murmurs on your favorite podcast app.
0: Excellent. Sounds good. Well, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much. This is so much fun.
0: That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, or if you want some flashcards, or if you have some questions, feel free to find us on Twitter, at MSG Mandarin, or on WeChat as MSG Podcast, or send us an email, mandarin Guide at gmail.com. Thanks again to Diao, Diao for stopping by, and a very special thank you this week goes out to... Hao Ting's mother. Thanks for opening the door, because this podcast is Hao Ting Dao Jia And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. New episode in two weeks, I think. But for now, liao. Bye bye. Is there a way to say sick burn bro in mandarin?
1: It's just clap emoji like oh. <laughs> like it's the universal slow clap emoji. Oh yeah, there is one. There is one. It's called "hài de piàoliang."
0: Oh, "hài de So, hey, um
1: I feel like this "hài de piàoliang" is more of a millennials uh a millennial term than a Gen Z term.
0: I think we've actually talked about "hēi" before in a previous episode. "Hēi" it would be like to slander or to to insult someone mm-hmm. and duh is a is a complement of completion or or, or an adverbial complement and piaoliang is beautiful so it's like you got him beautifully he de piaoliang